This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number four. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how to love like you've never been hurt. How do you move on in your relationship after someone hurts you or offends you without punishing them, wanting to get revenge, or completely shutting down, ending the relationship, and allowing bitterness to consume your heart? Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com. And each week on the show, we will have real talk conversations designed to cultivate the heart of a wife by preparing women to be a wife, thriving as a wife, and staying encouraged as a wife. Hello, and welcome to this brand new show. My name is Christy Little-Jones, and I have over 15 years of experience as a relationship coach, marriage and family champion, and chief cheerleader for women all over the world. I am thrilled to launch this brand new Wife Wisdom Podcast for wives at every stage. We are helping women cultivate the heart of a wife. During each podcast, we are having conversations about topics designed to help single women prepare for marriage, newly married women thrive in marriage, and seasoned wives stay encouraged in their marriage. For those of you who may already know me, thank you so much for your support in this new venture. I am really excited to have you joining me on this brand new medium. And for those of you who are new and are just finding me through this podcast for the first time, welcome. I am so thrilled that you are here. In today's episode, we are talking about how to love like you've never been hurt. What? How do you do that? (laughs) How do you continue to love someone who hurt you or offended you? How do you continue loving without pulling pulling your love away or punishing them to get revenge? And how do you heal your broken heart after someone has done something that hurts you greatly and deeply? So how do you love unconditionally? This is what we're talking about today, ladies. It is real juicy stuff that we all deal with. But before we jump in, let me just take a few minutes to share with you the concept of the Wife Wisdom Podcast, where it came from and why it's a subject that I'm so passionate about. So the concept of the Wife Wisdom Podcast came out of my heart for you. And my desire to help you learn how to love yourself, how to cultivate honest, whole, healthy relationships that support you being authentically who you were created to be while creating a life, an amazing life that you love. So I will have been married 16 years this year. And while I have had many amazing ups in marriage, I have had some very significant downs as well. And I just wish that I had had someone prepare me, prepare me for the roller coaster that marriage has the potential to be. And so guess what? Like Gandhi said, 
I decided to be the change that I wanted to see in the world. And so I've created this podcast to help you so that you don't have to go through the bumps and bruises, the obstacles, the challenges, the many, many hurdles in marriage. So I can help prevent you from some of those, or even if I just prepare you. So when they come, you are not like shocked and amazed and wanting to run away as fast as possible. <laughs> and so I've seen, and I've heard, and I've coached many, many amazing women who are completely baffled. They're stumped and even broken over the fact that they are still single when deep down, they really want to be married. I've had many encounters with women who are newly married and have had that experience that, O-M-G, what have I done moment. And, you know, here recently I've talked to way too many married women who are coming up on the 20 year mark in marriage. And honestly, they are like, "Mm, I don't think I can make it much longer. I think my time has expired. And it just breaks my heart that women after 20 years of marriage are like done. And so the Wife Wisdom podcast was born. It was birthed through me to help encourage wives at every stage of marriage because boy, do we need it. So let's jump right in to today's podcast and the topic about loving like you've never been hurt. So let me just say, That if you are in a relationship, any relationship, whether it's with your boyfriend, your husband, your mom, dad, sister, brother, best friend, then I'm you've probably either been hurt or offended, but probably both. (laughs) So how do you love like you've never been hurt in your relationships? Well, there are two ways to achieve this phenomenon. (laughs) Number one, you could become a recluse and be by yourself for the rest of your life. Ha ha ha, just kidding, just kidding. (laughs) Or you could really come to grips with the fact that you are in a relationship and you have to know that being offended or potentially getting your feelings hurt comes with the territory. It's really just a part of relationships. Now, this doesn't mean that what I'm saying is to stay in a relationship that continues to hurt you and where you're offended over and over and over again and it becomes this daily regular thing. No, that is not what I'm saying. That is a total different, totally different podcast. But what I'm saying is that it's important for you to understand that getting into any relationship may come with a possibility of hurt or offense. So I've been married 16 years this year and, you know, something that's offended me greatly for the 17 years that I've known my amazing husband is his tone. Yes, ladies, I am tone sensitive and can get offended very quickly behind my husband's tone. Now, this isn't just with him. It could be a tone with anybody, with a a girlfriend. It could be with one of my children's teachers. It could be, um, you know, even a stranger. Um, Tone is just something that really offends me. And so my husband is something, it's an age old issue that we've had in our relationship for 17 years. It's taken a lot of work. And honestly, after 17 years, we're still in the refining stages, but 
there are, there's something in your life that has a potential of literally triggering that thing in you that can go from zero to 100 in offense, hurt, anger, you know, what is that thing, right? We all probably have something. And so mine is tone. And so it's interesting because my husband, I like details. I'm a detail oriented person. I like all the details. Um, It probably has something to do with, I like being in control, but that's a different podcast. Um, And my husband only wants the headlines. Now, ladies, I've worked with numerous couples over the last 15 years and this is pretty common where the wife likes the details and the women and the husband wants the headlines. Um, in fact, we've um, d- done a study and actually read numerous times the book called Men Are Like Waffles, Women Are Like Spaghetti. And it's a really cool concept. It's by uh, Bill and Pam Fer- Farrell. It's a great book, but it really helps you understand kind of like the mindset and the and the makings of a man and a woman. It's really cool. Check it out. And so um, I like the details. My husband wants the headlines. And so if he tells me something and I start asking him more about the details, when he thinks he's given me enough of the details, the way he responds to me may come off with a tone that makes me want to give him a quick jab to the throat. And let me tell you, ladies, even after 17 years of being with him, his tone can still take me there, really. And I want to shut down. I don't want to talk to him. I don't want him to touch me. Now, we all know what that's like, right? Where we get offended and hurt and we're like, don't touch me. <laughs> we pull we pull away. We snatch our the covers or whatever it is. Um, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to cook for him. I don't want to avail- be available for intimacy with him. Yep, none of it. Because offense can really it is like it's like the enemy's playground. He just loves when offense and hurt takes root because then he can steal, kill and destroy. He can completely separate us from really what the God, the blessing that God has for us, even in that relationship. So uh, what I want to talk to you guys today about is offense. How does it work? How do we overcome it? How do we get through it? So many of us want to ignore it, maybe shove it under the ground, like cut people off, not deal with it. Lots of times people want to allow time to make things go away. And guess what? That does not happen. And so I actually have a graphic that I've created that you will be able to download at bit.ly b-i-t dot l-y forward slash wife wisdom episode four now it's all spelled out wife wisdom episode and then the and then the number four okay so you can download that graphic if you are a visual learner as i go through and explain how this works so there is a something called the cycle of offense now most people think there are four stages in the cycle of offense but actually there are six stages. And what's interesting about the cycle of offense is that it, 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 it applies to everyone. It applies to men, it applies to women, it applies to um, old, young, you know, it doesn't matter the race because offense is offense. So what happens is when there is something that takes place in your life, 
when you where you are offended or your feelings have gotten hurt, which is the same thing, right? If somebody hurts your feelings, you are offended by something they've done or something they've said. Guess what the first stage is? The first stage of offense is shock. We are completely shocked that they did what they did. Like there are times when Adrian has talked to me and I am like, what? Who do you think you are talking to? Right? So I'm completely shocked that he's either his tone has completely offended me and I am completely shocked. Now, I want you to think about something in your life where you have been offended because I want you to go with me through these stages so then you can actually identify where you are in the cycle of offense. So the first stage is shock. Now, the second stage of offense, now these are sequential. So the second stage is anger, right? So in my situation where Adrian talks to me, he says something where I'm completely shocked at what he said. The first thing it does, not only does it shock me, but now it's really angered me. Now I'm angry to the point where I want to shut down. I want to run away. I want to just, I want to slam the door. I want to do, you know, whatever your response is to offense. This is the natural progression of when you are in the cycle of offense, after shock, you move into anger. Then after anger, there's maybe a period of time that takes place. And then you move into a stage called sorrow. So once you hit the third stage of offense, which is sorrow, now this isn't usually a, you know, just having a blue day or, you know, I'm having a bad hair day, just meh, like a blah day. This is a deeper soul, soul depth of sorrow, you know, where you're, you're feeling heavy. There's a heaviness in your heart. There's a heaviness where you may not want to get up out of bed, especially depending on the level of offense that's taken place. Um, you know, you may just be really quiet, you know, may not want to be bothered by anybody. Um, so this is a third stage of offense is sorrow. Then we move into the fourth stage, which is called acceptance. Now, when we get to the fourth stage, uh, in, within the cycle of offense, you often think, okay, well, it's happened. This is what's taken place. Mm, I can't take it back. It's not a nightmare. (laughs) It's not going away. It's something that I'm going to have to deal with. So how am I going to deal with this? Now, most people in, as we know it, go when there's an offense that takes place in their life, whether it's uh, as simple as, you know, somebody's tone and the way they talk to you, or whether it's someone who has stolen from you, has had an affair on you, has, um, and cheated, has, has lied to you, you know, whatever the level of offense that's taken place, you always go through this same process, this same cycle. And when you get to that fourth cycle of offense, which is acceptance, and you've accepted that it is, it's happened, it's taken place, it's not going away, and you have to kind of deal with it and move on. There are the, the, the simplest triggers that can send you back at any time to any one of the stages. 
So you may hear a song. It will send you right back into this, the stage of shock. It may send you into the stage of anger. There, it, Something may trigger something in you that sends you back and forth in through these four stages. And guess what? There are people who stay within the cycle of offense for weeks, for months, for years, for decades, for generations. This cycle of offense can last for generations. There are situations where I've been in conversation with people where they know they're not supposed to, even as children, they grow up knowing, well, we don't talk to the, um, the Smiths. We don't like them, right? So there is a, now this offense has been transferred generationally to children who don't like the, the Smiths. They have no idea why. It's just something they've been taught because the offense has been transferred down after decades, generations, and it just keeps going on and on and on. So how do we get out of the cycle of offense? Now, even in the most simple situation where someone may offend you uh, in line at Target, right? So somebody talks to you in a certain way. They think you're cutting in line. The way they talk to you offends you. You want to kind of go there, but you don't end up going there. They've offended you. And in a quick moment, you may go through the stages, the different, the four different stages, but how do you get out of this vicious cycle of offense? How do you get out? Well, guess what? There are two more stages. They're not just four stages, which most people stay within those four stages within the cycle of offense, but there are two more stages that will help literally catapult you out of this cycle of offense. Now, the, the fifth stage in the cycle of offense that literally brings you out of the cycle of offense is something called forgiveness. Now, you probably knew that was coming, right? Forgiveness is the fifth stage in the cycle of offense, but it's the first stage that gets you, catapults you out of that vicious cycle of shock, anger, sorrow, acceptance, shock, anger, sorrow, acceptance. The only way to get out of that is to forgive. Now, this is where it gets really tricky because most people do not know how to forgive. They do not know how to forgive because they think it's going to, they're going to feel like forgiving. They think that they're going to feel like forgiving the person who offended you. They're going to feel like, uh, you know, the person who hurt you, they're going to feel like forgiving the person that hurt you. Guess what? I have a quick news flash. You probably won't ever feel like forgiving the person that hurt you or offended you. You won't feel like it. So lots of times people think, oh, I just need my space. I just need my time. I just need some time. I just need some space. Because you think that you're going to feel like forgiving this person who hurt you or offended you. That's not the case. Forgiveness is a gift. Forgiveness is a gift, ladies. That is so if you were to go to your best friend's birthday party and you have this amazing, beautifully wrapped present and you are actually going, you, you see her, you give her a hug and then you give her this beautiful present that you've spent just 
so, so much careful time picking out because you wanted to get the perfect present. It's beautifully wrapped and you give it to her. She's like, thank you. She grabs a present and guess what? You never let it go. You never let it go. That is what happens when people do not forgive, when they don't genuinely forgive someone who's hurt them or offended them. They continue to hold on to the gift, which is forgiveness. And so you will know if you have not really forgiven the person, if shock is popping up, anger is popping up, sadness or sorrow over the offense is popping up. Those things are classic signs that you really haven't forgiven. If you want to continue to punish, if you want to continue to talk about it, if you want to continue to say, well, and you don't feel like when the person has even apologized to you that it's not good enough, they're not really sorry enough, they're not, you know, they haven't apologized enough, you really haven't forgiven. You really have not forgiven. So you have to really check yourself because again, forgiveness is a decision that you have to make. You're not going to feel like forgiving. You have to, to decide to give this person the gift of forgiveness. And when you give this person the gift of forgiveness, guess what comes with it? No more complaining, no more holding the offense over their head, no more talking about it and, you know, harping on it and bringing it up and stirring it up. And, oh, well, I remember when you did. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Nope, that is not true forgiveness. So, like I said, a lot of people do not know how to truly forgive because they are a lot of times people want to hold on to the offense because the, for, for this strange reason, a lot of times people think if they hold on to a, an offense that it, it gives them power, that it empowers them. But in fact, it totally traps you. When you hold on to the offense like it's a baby, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's what creates the wedge that drives distance between people who loved, loved each other at one point whether it's a parent, child, a sibling, a husband, wife, it's because they're wanting to hold on to the offense because they feel like it's giving them power. And if they're afraid of forgiving because they're afraid of getting hurt again. Does that make sense? So when you are dealing with offense and you're having a hard time forgiving, I want you to ask yourself, are you afraid of getting hurt again? Because guess what? If you are afraid of getting hurt again, then you are going to be afraid in any and every relationship that you are in. And it's just, it's, it's like an oxymoron. You cannot be in a relationship with an expectation that you will never get hurt. It just doesn't happen that way. Somebody, there can be a miscommunication between you and the person that you love. The miscommunication is now interpreted as an, as an offense, right? And then you're hurt by it. So it's, it's unrealistic for you to think that you can be in a relationship and not be prepared to some degree that, mm, there may be a miscommunication. They may have a certain tone that says that's, that makes me feel like makes, makes me feel offended, but you cannot go through life in relationships trying to protect yourself and your heart by holding on to the offense because you're so afraid to let it go because you don't want to get hurt again. So 
the the fifth stage of offense is is really forgiveness. That's what brings you out of the four cycles of offense and forgiveness catapults you literally catapults you to a place of healing. That is the sixth stage, the sixth stage in the cycle of offense that literally brings you out of the shock and the anger and the sorrow and the acceptance and and the bitterness that tries to take root is making the decision to forgive, deciding to forgive because you're not going to feel like it. So you have to decide to give this person the gift of forgiveness and you're not bringing it up. You're not holding on to the offense to try to protect yourself, to try to empower the, the, the offense, right? And it catapults you to a place of healing in your heart, healing in your relationship. I can't begin to tell you that we're going to have another podcast where I'm going to share with you something that happened in my marriage that was the greatest offense that I've ever experienced. And I literally walked through this process and to, and once I forgave, it catapulted me and him to a place of healing. Now, forgiveness is not only an amazing gift for the person who offended you. It is a main, an amazing gift that you are giving to yourself. Because if you can learn to walk in a place of forgiveness when someone has hurt you and offended you, guess what? Now you are not walking around offended. You are not walking around bitter. You are not walking around afraid to be vulnerable and transparent and authentic in your relationships because you've learned how to forgive. And that is how, that's what God teaches us. He teaches us to forgive 77 times seven all the time. We have to learn how to live from a place of forgiving and forgiveness because guess what? We all make mistakes. We all have done something to offend someone. And can you imagine all the times, I know me personally, all the times that I have offended God by doing something or not doing something, if he didn't forgive me, oh my goodness, I can't even imagine what my life would feel like or look like. But it is something that we have to practice. We have to practice forgiveness. We have to practice living from this place or the a posture of learning how to forgive where that's the default. The default is forgiving someone when they have offended you. And I promise you it works. I promise you, I promise you that it is one of the most beautiful gifts that you can give to a person who offends you, but it is even a greater gift to give to yourself because you're not carrying around the burden and the hurt and the offense and the fear and the pain of, of the offense that turns into this weird in, thing that is masked as empowerment. It's such a lie. It's such a lie, ladies. Do not believe that for one moment that you, that by holding on to an offense that you are now, you have taken your power back. You have taken, you're now empowered because you are not forgiving the person who offended you. That is a lie. So, to love like you've never been hurt, what are, what are really are the nuggets? The nuggets are number one, do not stay in the, in the cycle of offense. Do not stay in the first four stages, right? Shock, anger, sorrow, acceptance. Don't stay there. Stop 
staying there. Stop allowing things to trigger you. A car, a co- the, the, the make of a car, the color of a car, you know, a certain area in a neighborhood you, that triggers these, the, the offense. Let it go. It is going to free you. We need to live from a place of freedom. And the only way to get out of offense into this place of freedom is to forgive, is to give the gift of forgiveness. Let the present go. Give it to the person who's offended you. Give it to them because in return, you are giving it to yourself where you're no longer walking away, walking through life afraid, holding on to this baby of offense that is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And now it's consuming your life. Your life is miserable. And guess what? You're blocking all your blessings because people can see on you. They can see you when you're offended and you are trying to protect yourself and especially single women who have allowed offense to just take root and the bitterness, of course, men can see that. They can see that, mm, oh, she's angry, she's bitter, she's offended. They can see that on you. So the only way to get rid of it is to walk through the stage of giving the gift of forgiveness, which will catapult you to a place of healing in your heart. And so ladies, I am really just passionate about uh, not only the cycle of offense, but how to get out of it and, and learning to practice the, the principle of forgiveness. And if you can practice it with little things, small things, somebody may, you know, talk to you a certain way at your job, one of your coworkers, and you're like, "Mm, who are you talking to? (laughs) Right. Practice, practice the gift of forgiveness, practice it. Practice it maybe with your child, with your mom or your dad or your sister, brother, friend, girlfriend. Practice the the gift of forgiveness. And just I just want you to see what it does for you, what it does for them, how it heals you, how it heals the relationships when you genuinely forgive somebody who's offended you. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. You know, it was, I'm very passionate about it. As you can see, I thank you for taking the time to really just listen to this podcast. I pray that it really blessed you. It opened your eyes, that there was breakthrough and it gave you an aha moment. I don't want you to forget to download the cycle of offense graphic for this podcast and to access the download for this episode, please go to bitly b-i-t dot l-y forward slash wife wisdom episode four all everything is spelled out except for the number four and before we go i wanted to say that i would love to hear from you especially around this podcast so if you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the wife wisdom podcast uh, there are a few ways to connect with me you can actually email me at hello at mrschristyjones.com or you can fill out a form on our website at mrschristyjones.com. This, was, is, this is a hot topic. This is something that I think we can all learn at every single stage of any relationship that we're in. And so that about wraps it up for this episode of the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you liked what you heard, could you please uh, be sure to leave a review on iTunes? And guess what? 
I will be randomly selecting people who posted a review for me and for this podcast. And I will be giving away fabulous wife wisdom swag. Yay! I'm so excited. So thank you for those who have already posted your review. I appreciate you. I've seen them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also, I want to invite you to follow us on our brand new Instagram page and it's at wife wisdom podcast. Now, new podcasts are available every Monday by 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So please subscribe via iTunes to be notified of all new episodes. You can also listen in Spotify or Anchor uh, podcast platforms as well as Google Podcasts. There are a lot of different podcasts that this is available. You just go to Wife Wisdom Podcast by Christy Little-Jones. Now, Speaking of upcoming episodes, be sure to join me next week as we meet professional development expert and spiritual teacher, Tony Restrepo, as she talks about her upcoming program for women who want to rekindle, restore, and reconcile the love in their marriage. Ladies, next week's episode is going to be awesome. Awesome, awesome. It may be even, it may even be an answer to your prayer. So you don't want to miss it. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, Keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.